welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Oh. <laughs> I was watching Seth jamming and I just started jamming along with him. <laughs> uh, hello, folks. Welcome to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. I'm Linda. Charles. Hey, I'm, I'm Seth. I'm Jenna. I'm Chris. <laughs> and uh, this episode, we're going to talk about uh, Netflix's new uh, Adams Family series called Wednesday, uh, which is really about Wednesday Adams. Um, although you do see a little bit of her brother in it, it's really uh, focused on her and uh, her exploits at a school for um, outcasts, oddballs, I guess, right? Outsiders. Outsiders. Right. Um, which, uh, and, and it's also kind of interesting because even among the school for outsiders, there's an outsider in the persona of that one teacher who is a normie, what they call a normie, that is not an outsider or an oddball or a weirdo or whatever you would call them, um, that doesn't fit into normal society. So she came to the school for outcasts, but she doesn't fit in there either. So even among outcasts, she's an outcast, but um, I get the, uh, the impression there's something else going on with her because uh, we see some odd things as the, as the show evolves. So, okay. Show of hands. Who's, who's watched it or who is in the process of watching it? Yeah, we've watched it. Mm. All right. All right. Mostly. We wanted to get to it, but we did not have time. Right. Well, understand. <laughs> now, Jenna, how much? How far in it? I finished it. it. Okay. And you liked it? It's very entertaining. Yeah. So, uh, uh, like a quick summary for our good. audience: uh, Wednesday, in defense of her, Wednesday was going to a normie school, like back in the out in the real world. Some jocks picked on her brother, Pugsley. And she basically dropped piranhas in the pool when she... Oh, that was so awesome. Um, Where they were when when uh, they were doing their water polo practice. So this was like, for the court, their last straw with Wednesday because she's been through at least a dozen schools. And uh, so her parents send her to Nevermore. So hopefully she can blossom and meet people of her own character, like the same outcast that she is. And the good news is... Nobody died in the piranha attack. However, the lead jock did lose a testicle. <laughs> wow. And, wow. Uh, and, wow. And Wednesday said, uh, we don't need his kind of breed at this point. <laughs> so it's fine. I was about to say, probably no real loss. No. <laughs> right. Right. Damn. But, yeah, she's pretty hilarious. I love the, uh, the actor that plays uh, that role. Um, she does a really good job with the character. Um, and, Jenna Ortega. Uh, yeah. So yeah, should be the basically the whole series becomes a a mystery or a couple of different mysteries as she navigates the school and you know her first week in there, one of her fellow schoolmates who 
has telekinesis, tries to kill her because he said she is going to end up <coughs> destroying the school. And a monster comes out of nowhere and kills him instead. And his death is covered up. So she's like, what is this monster? Why was the death covered up? What's going on? And that's basically what the whole series is about. And it could be a standalone series uh, season. They might do a season two, but I think it's worth watching even if they don't. Right. Oh, yeah. I just, it's darker I than I thought that would be, but okay. I, I just love the fact that everybody has the same uniform, but hers has to be darker. <laughs> Uh, yes, hers has to be black because she has an allergy to color. She yeah. her skin blisters <laughs> and pops off her flesh. <laughs> right, right. It's an actual medical condition because the school is willing to go black for her. Apparently. <laughs> oh, <that's> amazing. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she has some pretty awesome quotes uh, throughout yes. the whole thing. Uh, one of them was. Uh, so uh, I think the funny thing is, is that she gets assigned to a dorm room and her roommate is the exact opposite personality of her. She's all smiley, bubbly, full of color. Um, she's got like um, uh, a rain. So their room is like on one end of this, this mansion where the school is. And it's like up in the attic and the end window is this huge, big circular window that lets all this light in and her roommates you know painted in all these different colors so this rainbow of light bursts into the room and that's where she says you know, she doesn't like color i break out in hives and then the flesh peels off my bones so you see her in a subsequent scene she's in that room and she's put like black electric or black uh duct tape down the window and along the floor and her side of the room is just all black and white including the window which she erased all the color from and uh, yeah, they they couldn't be more opposite. But of course, you know they become they become good friends throughout the whole thing. So, uh, quite quite hilarious. Um, a, apparently, Tim Burton uh, on one of the scenes found out that she could go long times without blinking, and who really liked that look of how her character was if she was never blinking throughout her scene. So if you notice. Um, Pretty much all except one where she's recovered and from the big battle, like looking down and hugging someone, she blinks a couple times. But outside of that, all of her scenes, she doesn't blink to kind of go with the creepy factor of Wednesday. That's got to be crazy. Like the amount of concentration it takes to not blink. Yeah. And still act. And still act or do other things. Like that's impressive. So, uh, you know, her parents, Wednesday's parents had obviously gone to the school and graduated and there's a mystery around them because supposedly her father murdered somebody. Um, and what's really kind of cool about this is we don't know Morticia's background, mm -hmm. but obviously Gomez is Mexican American. And instead of having the French, um, mm -hmm. uh, like, you know, Mia Cara or whatever, they, they changed instead of him talking to her in French to Spanish. And they, um, and we know Wednesday, Jenna Ortega, she is Hispanic. I'm assuming uh, the guy who plays Pugsley is Hispanic. Um, it was really cool in that way that uh, they kind of made it fit, you know, I, I, a mixed yeah, audience. I, I do want to see uh, Luis Guzman's uh, Gomez. I'm looking forward to that. 
and and they you know people mm-hmm. like were hating on him being casted but he does fit more the original comics that look yeah, yeah. he does oh. have that he does kind of like have that look though and you know a lot of people were pissed off you know christina ritchie should have been morticia but uh she was offered the role and actually rejected it she oh. wanted it to be something else in the series and in this case the villain um and in the, you know aaron brought up the fact that had she been casted they would have had to give her major heels heels because uh morticia is so tall Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, Catherine. Sure. Everyone loves Angelica Houston from the original Adams Family, Adams Family Value movies. I thought mm-hmm. Catherine Zeta Jones did good. My only pissed off. I was only kind of pissed off because it seemed like costuming failed her. Mm-hmm. You know, all of these attention to detail and different fabrics and colors were put onto the other characters' um, costuming, but hers was like it felt like a black dress from Spirit. Right, mm-hmm. it did. And. Well, well, my, and my they, figuring, I'm just gonna throw because both her and Gomez are downplayed characters in this, mm-hmm. and I, I have to think that was intentional because it's Wednesday's movie. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they're 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 way downplayed compared to the Adams family. I mean, the original or the you know or any of the movies. But even his suit, it's a three piece suit, so it's like. And, and, you know, Wednesday has all these different fabrics in her dresses yes. that even though they're black, you there's it's dynamic. And no, but, it. but I do think it's because she's she's a little embarrassed by her parents, etc. Right. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that, that I, I don't know if it played off well. I'm just suspicious that, that was the the intent because I was at first a little disappointed with her parents. Then I gave it some thought. I'm like, well, as as a teenager, you know, you're not going to you're not going to see your parents as superheroes. No. And and so the only thing that I think they the only character that kind of threw me off, too, was Uncle Fester. And he's the comedian from Portlandia. And I can't remember his name, but he's been in a lot of different things. So it was cool to see him in this role, but he felt more like the Fester from the original TV show. He definitely had more of that vibe mm-hmm. versus the uh, Christopher Lloyd Fester, which was fine. It, again, it kind of helped make it its own thing. This whole series is its own thing. And uh, I don't know about those of you who watched it, but it was entertaining. But I almost felt like the charm of the Adams family was lost because they're supposed to be like this unique thing in the real world that like dark opposites, you know, of, of yeah. a lot of things that you'd perceive in the time period it was created. Um, but now when you're, com- obviously this world that they come from exists, but you never, you only get glimpses of it versus now we're completely in that dark world that they originated from. And it kind of lost that uniqueness. Yeah. I was uh, interested to see that. Um, so she, uh, Wednesday Adams has uh, a, a lot of good lines uh, that she delivers very well in the show. And uh, but I was surprised to learn that um, Netflix um, had a problem with a lot of the lines and they had to get a lot of them cut uh, because they were worried. Yeah, uh, there was one uh, specific uh, that said, um, well, it said. Uh, the screenwriters um, revealed that executives 
at Netflix wanted to cut some lines from the Adams Family spinoff. For example, the creators cited a scene in which Wednesday's bubbling uh, boarding school roommate, Enid Sinclair, played by Emma Myers, encourages the brooding teen to take a stab at being social. And in her signature deadpan tone, Wednesday Adam replies, I do like the, I do like the stabbing. The social part, not so much. <laughs> you know, so stuff like that. that they and that was too cut. much for them? Yes. Can you believe well, it? That's pretty tame for Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Yes. No, I mean, she's, there, there are a lot of really well-done lines. Yeah. I mean, there was uh, another one was, um, you know, uh, the, something about being Girl Scouts. I can't remember what the exact scene was, but she replied, I could eat Girl Scouts for breakfast. Actually, I have an uncle who went to prison for that. Right. <laughs> but I mean, that kind of that mirrors a line from the original, or, or not the original, but the movie where she's being offered Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's trying to sell lemonade, and the there's mm -hmm. a Girl Scout who comes up and is like, "Do they have real lemons?" <laughs> and then when or. Uh, she says she'll buy some lemonade if Wednesday buys some Girl Scout cookies. And Wednesday says, do they have real Girl Scouts in them? <laughs> yeah. Right. right. So it's 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 clever. It's entertaining. It's its own thing, which I can appreciate. Um, and, and I definitely think, because I wasn't sure if I was going to watch it, and me and Aaron gave it a go, and we're like, yeah, this will work. This will work. My, my favorite line from the whole series so far, and I think we've got maybe one, maybe two. Oh, there's so many. Oh, man. Yeah. My favorite line was, I act as if I don't care if people dislike me, but deep down I secretly enjoy it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. I thought that was awesome. So. Yeah. I mean, it's. I think it's it's a fun little taste of Halloween if, if mm -hmm. the Halloween season doesn't go long enough for you. Oh. And yes, uh, what is her name? Gwendolyn Christie. She she is in this film or yeah, series. Game of uh, she played uh, Brienne of Tarth. Yeah. Yes. And I was especially the, loving this because I had just rewatched the, the whole Game of Thrones. The, the, the uh, lady that runs the school for Outcasts. She and she does it very well. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's her role. Holy shit. Uh... Ricky Lindholm was in this. Uh, she's one half of Garfunkel and Oates. Oh yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. you know what? I'll bet she's the uh, she's the outcast teacher. I think Doctor Valerie Kinbutt. Yeah, she's the therapist. Oh, she's oh, that's right. She's the therapist. You know what? Uh, as I was watching the show, every time the the uh, Wednesday Adams was in a therapist scene, and I saw her, I'm like. Where do I know her from? Why yeah. is that face familiar? What have I seen her in? And I just couldn't place it until just now. Yeah, yeah. Right. right. Yeah, she's good. I like her. And she's she's kind of really creepy in this too. She's got her own uh, you know, um a taxidermy thing. She taxidermies roadkill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so, she's got like a whole secret closet full of this taxidermied roadkill that she dresses up like people. Everyone's got a hobby, Bill. That's right. right. 
Well, most of them aren't quite that creepy, Seth. <laughs> Although I have to confess, I haven't seen all of your 3D printed models yet. So maybe <laughs> Hey, you should just be happy that I let you see the artifact last night. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do you have that handy, by the way? Oh, no, it's downstairs. I could run and get it. Go get it. Go get Go it. Get it. Have oh, God, no. Oh, my God. Yeah, you we have, have to see this thing. So he brings this thing last night, and it cleared out the veranda. Everybody <laughs> ran inside to look at this thing under different light. We even went so far as to go down in the basement. I have a room where I have a bunch of black lights mounted in the ceiling we'll no no particular top. purpose yeah, just we'll don't ask why yeah <laughs> and, and highlight blood splatter anyway uh, so we went in there to turn on the black light to see how this thing reacted under black light so it's very straight it's it's 3d printed and it uses a special kind of resin that seth bought and it's basically a planter but the way it looks as you spin it, it changes color in the light. And so, Seth, I'll let you go into detail on this. Full screen me, someone. All right. Oh, and hopefully right. this will come out all right. Let me... Uh... You're doing it, Bill? Oh, that looks awesome. Yeah. It's blue now. Oh, oh hey, that's me. Full screen Linda. That's me. Hold that's on. scary. Hi, Linda. <laughs> and, and so, and Seth, when we went to the full stage. screen... You 3D printed this? Yeah. Well, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I don't. Apparently, you don't. Hold on. Go Linda. home, Bill. You're drunk. There we go. All right. So you guys can see this. Oh, that's Got awesome. a good view of this. Now, observe. Oh, I don't understand so how cool. that happens. Oh. Like, I'm so confused. Yeah. That is just so cool. It's like something from that ship in uh, 1899. No, yeah, it is. <laughs> so that, that was 3D printed as is, and that's what it just came out at? Like, yeah. Like, I'm expecting that to start floating out of uh, Seth's hand and start going, yeah. whom, whom, whom. <laughs> right, right. I'm calling it the artifact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, completely. I told him how we had to run down and go into the black light room to see how it reacted. And mm -hmm. it wasn't nearly as impressive as we thought it might have been, but um. nah. So uh, yeah, I got uh, I got some three color. It's called a three color uh, filament uh, from a company called Amelin over Black Friday, and I mean it just looked cool. Like that's what you do when you three D print stuff. You grab a fun looking filament and you print something that looks like. Gonna be uh -huh. fun out of it. An alien artifact. And, this is yeah. how this is how the world gets taken over by aliens, Seth. Well, that's Verandacon from uh, yesterday. Yeah, it's Good last time. night's Verandacon, and uh, yeah, it was uh, quite the thing. In addition to Seth's artifact, we also had our friend Bill Hedges from Lions come down, and we screened uh, two of his uh, episodes of Cosmic Cat, which was uh, so full screen me again. All right, now that I now that I know what I'm doing. Right. Oh. So this is what I'm used to the color oh. change filaments looking like, or the multicolor filaments. Like there's a mm -hmm. gradation of color from the top to the bottom. That's oh, kind that's of what cool. I was expecting with this, just yeah. with more colors. Yeah. The tricolor one. Yeah, this color change effect is completely different than what I was expecting. So would that would that work on miniatures then too or does I it mean, have to be a large object for it really to work 
It doesn't have to be a large object to work. Uh, I printed out a test. Uh, it's called uh -huh. a Benchy, just a little ship. Yep. And it has a multicolor uh, thing going to it, too. But it's less pronounced because I think the angles of this here catch really the light differently yeah. and wow. give you different color effects. Okay. And it also looks alien. Stuff. It looks very alien. I was <clears throat> trying, or I was printing out a dragon and hoping to show it to you all today, uh, but the print failed last night. Aww. Aww. So I've got to start another one. I but how I many did. orders? How many orders for that thing did you get last night at Brandicon? <laughs> at least six. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Seth's gonna start his own uh, alien artifact printing business, I think. Makes sense. Yeah. But uh, yeah, speaking of cool effects, as we wrap up Wednesday, um, yeah. so one of the things that was really highlighted is how very well thing was done. Oh, oh yeah, I loved it. And that you know. If you were wondering, it was not computer generated. They actually had a real hand puppet person yeah. using his hand, and they had him like in a blue bodysuit so they could cut him out. And what was interesting is that they had the wrist part popped up away from his hand so that it was still puppet to the top versus the the movies that you know they obviously had blue screened the actor to here uh -huh. so that they had to compute, like generate and cover the top, um, which you could always tell was fake versus this at the top was still a puppet and then his hand moved behind it. So, he, and like, he was like all in these weird positions from the videos that I saw or the pictures that I saw, but he did a really good job. And the only yeah, thing I wanted to know. It was amazing to me that he was able to convey so much emotion with just his hand. Yes. Yes. And, and the one thing I didn't read, but I would like to know is like, did he know sign language? I'm guessing he had to know sign language to so easily act the way he did. Yeah, that, I would imagine that would have been a requirement for the role. Do you know sign language? Because you're going to have to do a lot of hand, a lot of conveying of emotion and communication, communication with your hand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm glad they did that. I just. You know, there was a lot of computer computer animation throughout this this uh, series, but the fact that they still kept a real uh, puppeteer—I mm -hmm. don't even know if you call it a puppeteer—a hand actor in this case was pretty cool. Right. A hand actor, yeah, and it's funny. I mean, it, like you Bill said, it conveyed so much emotions. Just like it's hiding under the bed with Wednesday, and she looks this way, and they look at each other because he just does <laughs> like this with his hand, and you know, it's it's it was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um it it was it was fun. Like it I know I keep saying that, but it, it it's it's a good yeah, it's a fun series. Yeah. It's, that's that's good to hear though. I mean you want something that's fun that can be entertaining and that it's good to right. hear. Oh, and just full of quotes. Yeah. I mean, she's just yeah, in fact, if you go out and just do a search for Wednesday Adams Netflix quotes, I think there's several pages already out there. Yeah, oh, they're great. Because they're just them. they're just classic. It's nothing but gold, hilarious. the whole thing, huh? Wow. And you know, this is Tim Burton's little little I don't know if you call it his baby, but it is something that he obviously enjoyed making. And you can feel Tim Burton all throughout it, which was yes, even if definitely. there were different directors. Um, but it was cool how we did let some of the actors just kind of do their own thing. Like the dance scene with Wednesday, she uh, choreographed that to herself. Really? Oh, really? 
Yeah, apparently. She based it off of like some of the stuff from the series, like the original TV show, 70s dance moves, and kind of did her own thing. But well, this she found some videotape of um, like from the 80s or 90s or something of goth kids dancing. Oh, really? <laughs> that she, it, it, she supposedly stole, I mean, borrowed yeah. some moves from. Interpreted. So, and the fact that she doesn't blink throughout the dance moves makes it even creepier. Oh, it's a creepy dance. <laughs> blinking during the whole thing. That would be weird. That would be tough to do. Have super sloppy eyeballs, I guess. I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that that sounds like a band name. Super sloppy Ooh, eyeballs. I kind of yeah. like it. Lindy, you should you should pat med. Get the get the URL quick. <laughs> and I would expect it to be goth goth band members. Yes, right. Of course. Of course. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, uh, listen, as, uh, as we come up on uh, the 25-minute mark here, just slightly over, um, are there uh, upcoming shows that you folks are looking forward to uh, to round out the year? Ooh, Letterkenny, new season this month. Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy holiday special. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, they, um, is that out already? Yes. 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 Showed up the other day on Disney, I think. Yep. Is it animated? No. <laughs> no, it's no. the actors. Yeah, the actual no. people doing it. We, we might actually watch it then. Yes. Um, <laughs> we had some interesting trailers drop this week, maybe even into last week. We've got the new Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. <laughs> what um, kind of holiday special is it? Christmas. <clears throat> no, no, but I mean, is it like the, 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 the Star Wars one from way back? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so have no, to watch that um i lost my train of thought there uh oh the, the trailers <laughs> so guardians of the galaxy uh trailers out uh i haven't actually watched it yet i'll watch it probably right after this um indiana jones trailer dropped actually too uh we also have tr another transformers transformers what 11, 12, how many transformers? movies? I think it's I only five. Calm down. I, five. Oh, I don't know, but I want to talk about this really briefly. Good, because okay. I want to argue with you about it. Okay. How <laughs> fucking dare they make a Transformers trailer that's getting me reinterested in the Transformers movie? How dare they, oh, dare they. <laughs> make a good-looking Transformers movie I... after so many years of me suffering? And that's okay. I don't know what from the trailer made it good looking because the trailer to me seemed like all the other past trailers, which set my expectations of it being maybe not so great. And there were a lot of spoilers in it, I feel. Um, it, there's a scene in there where Bumblebee really just takes one right through the mid, you know, and, and it's like, oh, okay, so he probably, you know, gets wrecked in this. Uh, but but aside from that, I, I don't know. I didn't see anything that was that exciting about it that wasn't any different than what we've seen previously. And what blow what, what kills me on the storyline side of it is it's it's just like this is gonna be your most powerful enemy that you've ever had to face past and, and future. And I'm like until Transformers six or seven or whatever number we're at. Okay, Chris, I'm gonna tell you And all. where did this bozo where was he during all of this other stuff that, that just happened you... during the I'm going to have you hold on right here because you're a huge <laughs> fan of Dragon Ball Z 
And there is nothing more Dragon Ball Z than this is the most powerful enemy you've ever faced. And he's been on Earth the whole time. I'm a fan of Dragon Ball Z. It is what it is, (laughs) you know, but that's that's an anime. And this is like, you know, supposed to be a more serious action type film. Transformers is anime, too. Uh-huh, exactly. It's a cartoon. Oh, man. Anyways, uh, I didn't see anything that exciting about it personally, but I'm still going to go see it because I like to walk in with no expectations. I like to tell myself, but Transformers has kind of worn that out a bit. Let, yeah, let me yeah. tell you what I liked about the trailer. Okay. They have redesigned all of the Transformers back to their G1 looks. I did notice that. So yes. they can resell all the crap. No. So when Michael Bay made his first Transformers movie, like all of the designs, they just, they kind of, they looked like somebody took uh, just like a couple bagfuls of paper clips, put in a couple electromagnets, and shook them up really good. <sighs> the, the original G1 designs, like they, they're kind of like. <sighs> And it's good to see them go back to that. Hmm. To add to like, I, I am hoping that with this new movie, they move back more, more back to Transformer centric movies because, mm-hmm. like, the first three that I've seen were really uh, the Transformers are sidekicks to American military. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got to get those recruits somehow. Come on. Yeah, and maybe if I could work with a giant robot, I would have been recruited. <laughs> you ever think of that military? You don't know. They're working on mech suits. <laughs> oh, yeah, and so, you know, to, to wrap this up, because we'll, we'll talk about it more as we get closer and actually watch it, and I look forward to us talking about how the movie actually was. Don't um, expect I agree me with to you. Sober. The G1 design is a nice good take on it, but from a from a story writing perspective and, and like the plot, it's just, you know, it's 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 spitting up the same stuff that we've been getting. So it may look better, but I, I hope that that they fix some of that too. But we'll see. It looked like yeah. it was more of the same. It just looked better uh, from a from a, a robot design standpoint. I mean, it's so. still a Michael Bay movie, so I mean, they know that they're gonna make two hundred million dollars no matter what the story is, <laughs> right? crazy they don't care i i always go back to the robot chicken episode where they make fun of michael blay and transformers where it just becomes increasing explosions michael <laughs> explosions <laughs> anyone who's a robot chicken fan yeah. you know what robot i'm talking about chicken. i don't think i have anything else that really came out uh recently that uh, i'm looking forward to i think that's pretty much it so yeah the indiana jones one i think looks most intriguing to me so yes. i'm looking forward to that are they finally gonna admit that him drinking from the goblet in neo jones last crusade is what has extended his life and durability <laughs> as opposed to just the strongest plot armor i yeah. mean if indiana jones appears in 2099 we'll know <laughs> there we go <laughs> indiana jones in 2099 i like it bill yeah. oh, God. it's all it was all a simulation all yeah, of Indiana the Jones mouse, like in the, in the Green Mile. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Or something. Just, ooh, there's a the lion. pet monkey. Yeah. Or uh, actually, uh, Indi- uh, Indiana Jones is just Han Solo's cryo dreams. Ooh. <laughs> I, I'm wondering that if would be awful. Uh, 
I'm wondering if Shia LaBeouf is going to make another appearance as Indy's son in this one. Or if they're just gonna I be forgot like, to check yeah, IMDb to see, but uh, yeah, I don't know. That would be cool. He'll probably they'll probably just like uh, one word hand wave him away, like, "Hey, where's your son, Indy? Oh, he's on vacation. We won't see him ever again." <laughs> <laughs> and what about <laughs> Meredith? <laughs> right? We'll never Marianne, see her Marianne. ever again because yeah, I don't think she's a new romance in interest. The 80-year-old, the 90-year-old guy. <laughs> Whoever he finds a lightsaber. <laughs> uh, Chris, are you up on Chainsaw Man? Chainsaw Man. It's an anime. You guys wouldn't like it. Yeah. No, it yeah. is on my to-do, and I have not jumped into it yet. So yeah, there's all my... sorts of hype around that show. Yeah, it, it was pretty big at um, uh, Anime Nebraska on. I'll um, bet some pretty awesome things there for lots that. of people wandering so, around with chainsaws coming out yeah. their hands. So I will. Uh, it's on my uh, Christmas break uh, catch up list. So yeah, that's that's. I've seen the first episode of that, and I'm really looking forward to that. Chainsaw man, rad and over. Yeah, the it top. is. A, it's like an ex. It's the hottest thing in anime right now. Yeah, it is. This oh. year's My Hero Academia. Oh, Which wow. apparently I also have to catch up on because I saw a recap of some stuff that happened and oh my god. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay then. We got stuff to watch. Yeah. yeah we got, we'll have stuff to talk about then for sure. So, mm-hmm. all right, folks. Well, thanks for tuning in for this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. We'll look forward to seeing you next week. If you have any comments, if you've uh, liked Wednesday Adams and you have a, a particular quote that uh, from the series that sticked out, let us know in the comments section. And uh, maybe we'll mention it in the next episode. So. Yeah. Don't forget our uh, sister podcasts over on the Synergy Nation Network. Right. Check them out. SynNation.net. Yeah. And uh, check a out GalacticDriftwood.space for all links to our past episodes. Yeah. Weekly Geekly is doing good. Yeah. Awesome. They're taking off. Awesome. That is fantastic. <clears throat> good for them. All right, folks. Thanks again. We'll see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well.